Ladies and gentlemen, we are now seeing the beginnings of another stage of human evolution. In every human being, there's not many people that'll understand people like us. There exists the genetic code. You'll be safe here. What kind of place is this? You're not the only one with gifts. For mutation. The truth is, mutants are very real. And they are among us. You must know who they are, and above all, what they can do. A change is coming. Are you a God-fearing man, Senator? And those we fear... Magneto believes that a war is brewing between mutants and the rest of humanity. ...will be all that can save us. If no one is equipped to oppose them, humanity's days could be over. You're a mutant. The whole world out there is full of people that hate and fear you, and you're wasting your time trying to protect them? You sure you're on the right side? I have made the first move. That is all they know. He could wipe out everyone in New York City. Logan, help us. Fight with us. We are the future, not them. Settle this. We're not what you think. Not all of us. Hello, welcome to Movie Umpers. Hello. Uh, I'm Bob Sham. I'm Angela. The sounds you hear may be a dog playing with some shit. Shitty supposed to play with, so we are making progress. At least it is the end of Adolescent Power Fantasy Month. So sad to be over. What do you think about it? Looking back, all in all, Supermans, Batmans, yeah. Robin Hoods, Zoros. You know, this is White Slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty great. Animated. I picked this one to go out on because this is the movie that was like, okay, we're ready to make these kind of movies. That's true. The ladies did come out in this. We're going to, I mean, there are every, the, only like four characters were completely not flat in this That's true. Yes. I guess Anna yes. Paquin's character was pretty good. Yeah, Anna Paquin had some, some stuff. We're talking about X-Men. Two thousand, and when I saw it, when this trailer was coming out at the time, this I was, was such a big deal. Jack pumped for this shit. Finally, finally, and, and it seemed like Spider Man, which would come out a couple of years later, felt like it was in pre production forever. Yes, and but X Men came along and they handed it to this director who had a who had a very well regarded movie and the Unusual Suspects. We're talking about Brian Singer. In retrospect, maybe should have looked at who the dude was hanging out with and <laughs> what kind of person he was. Brian Singer, don't, don't, don't worry about the sounds you hear, if you can hear them. Brian Singer has <laughs> had his own controversies, the same as Errol Flynn has had it, and Roman Polanski has had yeah. it. He has been accused of uh, 
hooking up with underage boys and his accuser has alluded to some kind of network in Hollywood in which boys and underage boys and girls get passed around. And he's worked with Kevin Spacey in Superman Returns. He, Kevin And Kevin Spacey has also been accused of... Unusual suspects. In the, yes, exactly. So they've worked together. Apparently some people... I might be getting them confused. Someone who accused Kevin Spacey ended up dead. Well, one of the people that accused Kevin Spacey was Anthony Rapp, and I believe him a thousand percent. Yeah, I don't think anyone's it denying didn't him. That was more of a, I'll yeah. ruin you if you don't sleep with me. Yeah, yeah. And then he didn't make any movies. But someone who claimed that he did sleep with him, uh, maybe it had been suicide, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, Brian Singer has an accuser out there himself. And he's still kind of getting work here and there. The last thing he did was that, Bohemian Rhapsody movie, the movie about Freddie Mercury. And I Queen. did see that last time I visited my folks. Oh, you that's watched a very, that? Yeah, that's a very like movie that my parents love. You know, it doesn't look very good to me. I will say it's better than I thought it was going to be because I expected nothing. Mm. I didn't expect anything. What was more interesting was the documentary. That we also watched that weekend about Freddie Mercury. Oh, okay. <laughs> it made me like the movie a little more because I felt like I understood where some stuff was happening. But yeah, it's not great. So Brian Singer, he stepped up to the helm for our what I would consider our first true, our first superhero movie in the context of the modern superhero movies and the deluge. It's like we're figuring it out, and then X Men came along and it's like All game right, change. The the caps off the toothpaste now. Yeah, and in some ways it seems kind of dated. <laughs> And in other ways, some of it still seems kind of cool. It was fun. I would say that, oh, this is written by David Hayter, Brian Singer, and Tom DeSanto. We got a, a lot of stars in here. Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, who are both great mm-hmm. in this movie. The The best of the X-Men movies are the Magneto-Professor X dynamic. They really are. And then you got Hugh, Hugh Jackman, James Marsden, Anna Paquin, Halle Berry, Ray Park, uh, Rebecca Romaine, who was married to John Stamos at the time. Famka Jansen, who played Jean Grey. Her name is the one I can never remember. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen much of her in a while, but this shit came out and, and, and this movie made like three times its budget. So it was certainly a big hit and it really did spark the modern superhero wave that we have here. You know, one thing that was interesting watching it now in comparison to what's we get now is it did sort of assume you knew what was up like you said it only really developed a couple characters but we were we were introduced to so many characters that's true even just in like little moments it felt like they really they should have maybe pared it down a bit and worked more on you know building up a couple people as opposed to trying to like give you every easter egg of like this is kitty pride this is you know and, well but, i wasn't so was mad the, at that i wasn't so mad at that part i'm not saying it, i was mad at it either i appreciate it but i'm just saying like something got lost in there because you just don't have enough time to you know, get to know everyone i'm kind of sympathetic at attempt at how challenging attempting making an X-Men movie would be. Absolutely. Even in the comic history and i, I haven't read comics much as, as i used to but some the X-Men is something that I do kind of check back in on from time to time. It's something I loved growing up. Mm-hmm. And 
And, he, and the comics is convoluted. Yeah. The stories are convoluted. And it's really easy for it to clutter up. We start with explaining what mutants are. Mm-hmm. We get Senator Robert Kelly, the anti-mutant guy. Oh, actually, it opens with Magneto in a concentration it does. camp. It opens with him, which first is a pretty iconic power. scene. Yeah, yeah, totally. I guess ages. Pre- he's kind of older here, but he seems like he ages pretty slowly, huh? Yeah, Ian McKellen is still with us. I think. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. very, him and Patrick Stewart are very old, but their roles, no complaints about them and their performances. They're brilliant. And, and and the few moments that they are together are the best moments of this movie. It really does make the X-Men is their dynamic uh, yeah. in these movies. And the movies also focus on Wolverine, played by Hugh Jackman, who is like one of the most popular comic book characters out there. So you get it. Yeah, it was really, it was really nice. To see this. He looks so young, didn't he? he? They all looked so young. And Yeah. And then we have Anna Paquin, who is rogue. Mm-hmm. And we dis- she discovers her powers when she kisses a boy and just about kills him. Yeah. Because she can't touch people. She will hurt them. If she touches regular people, she could kill them. If she touches mutants, she essentially will take their power for a limited amount of time. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite characters. That and Kitty Pride, one of my favorite X-Men. Absolutely. Uh, two of my favorite X-Men of all time. This movie is hard to make. I do think it kind of flails at the end. It does. You're kind of just waiting for it to end. But I will say... That up until, you know, Sabretooth attacks, up until about that point, I would say the movie is very strong, actually. As it went forth and forth and, like, plots and machinations start coming into fruition, it's just like, uh, okay. There's also some weird lines in this movie. The script is bizarre. We'll get into that. Some of it seemed like, I don't know if it was Odd Direction or people just being young. So Wolverine and Rogue end up... Finding their, they end up being sent to the Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters. Yes. And let's name all the X Men in this movie. We got Jean Grey, right? Cyclops. 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 I kind of like a James. I like a James Mars in here. I wish there was more to chew on. I do too. There. That's kind of what you're left wanting. In that you're you're not, you're not against some of these roles, but there's just not a lot to go on in a crowded movie. Yeah, and Storm. The moments they tried to give Storm did not work. I don't know if she just was not acting it great or if the lines were just bad. It seemed like her accent didn't come in until like halfway through the movie. And it's very faint. Very faint. So it's like, I don't know. I I think I wanted her to just like make stronger decisions maybe. Because it just felt like she was just kind of there. She didn't seem extremely strong. She didn't seem like, you know, outspoken or smart. Like, there was no, like, what? who is Storm? I don't know, a lady with white hair who makes storms. And they do... And they do play up the the love triangle dynamic between Jean Grey and Cyclops. That is good in this movie. But that triangle is good. That is kind of where Jean Grey and Cyclops are the strongest here. In that, when they play off that dynamic... But the only thing that makes it work is Wolverine. Mm. Because just Cyclops and Jean Grey alone, we don't even really see that. It's the Cyclops-Wolverine relationship, Wolverine-Jean Grey relationship, that makes it so fucking interesting. It's really a Wolverine movie yeah, for is. the most part. Because the X-Men, they, it implies that they've been around. Mm-hmm. And that Wolverine comes along and it's it, he brings them to the next level. I now, think it's really smart having that as the introduction. Now, Ian McKellen has the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Of mutants, and that is Mystique, yes. uh, 
Toad. Yep. Who is Ray, Ray Park. Park. And Sabretooth. Who is a wrestler named. And they are uh, Taylor Maine, I believe. Yes. And they have zero personality. Yes, yeah, not is good. There's nothing to chew on. It's not good. It's pretty bad. I think Ray Park does his physicality is because he's kind of good at that anyway. But like, yeah, there's just it, everything's flat. Magneto is carrying the whole mental weight of everything. I I feel like they hired Ray Park because of what he could do, but then the way that they moved him around and stuff ended up being. It just didn't look great, especially in the end in the big fight sequence. The leap, the leaping did not it look bad. The leaping had not come along quite it as well like at this slow. point. Slow. Yeah. The tongue was gross, but it should have been. I mean, I'm I'm glad it's not. It wasn't like a lot of CGI, like overt CGI. I definitely so, appreciated that, especially. The so thing. they're definitely on wires when they're like showing like. Yeah. But it was. It looked a little campy sometimes so magneto has a plan and he kidnaps senator kelly and his plan is to use his powers which somehow help to send out this radiation that can turn regular people into mutants yeah although uh you'd think that maybe they'd want people to dominate if they're it seems like you're not so special if everyone's a mutant but magneto just wants to jumpstart the evolutionary process and if you're a mutant, you can't be against the mutants. Kelly gets washed over with this energy, and he turns into Liquid Man. And I feel like him turning into that man is where you mentally are hanging the most onto this movie. Because I feel like whenever this movie gets referenced, that's all you talk about is the Robert Kelly uh, Liquid Man. When he's pushing his face... That's actually fucking cool. Yeah, that looks... He yeah. looks like a fish. Like, his face is going and his eyes are on the sides of his head. It's so cool, but also disgusting. Yeah, so he ends up using his newfound powers to escape. And he goes to the school. and But they find out that, like, yeah, he is technically turned into a mutant. But he's unstable. Like their, Body's rejected. Their cellular structure is going to fall apart. And they tried to make it like Storm is having a very personable moment. But she's not, not she's not carrying the emotions at all. So the X-Men go and they kind of get their asses beat. They end up kidnapping Rogue and Magneto shows up and Wolverine is, his body's full of metal. So, oh, and they also uh, sabotage Professor X's with the Cerebro machine yeah. by putting mutant cum in it, like strange mutant cum in the machine. Mutant and cum it, is black. And it fucks him up. It's green. And it fucks green. him up and then he zonks out. They thought that Magneto was after Wolverine, and they couldn't figure out why. But Magneto wasn't after Wolverine. After Rogue, because he's he wants Rogue. Rogue to take his powers, and then he's going to put her in the machine. For some reason, only his powers can do this. It's because he's creating a magnetic radioactive field. Magnetic radiation. So this, I don't know. So this is when, you know, things start to flail, and you're kind of just... Movie science. You're kind of just... You know, the movie is not terrible, but you're just kind of waiting for it to end at this point. And they have a big standoff of the Statue of Liberty. And that's when Storm has that classically bad line. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else.
It wasn't that like we all look back and realize that was bad. When we watched this movie, even when we were complimenting it, we were like, that part was bad. Is it bad because it's a bad written line? Or is it bad because she couldn't deliver it? Are there actors that can deliver that line? Could Morgan Freeman say that line and nail it? She's a very flat character who try, who's suddenly trying to be very witty. Yeah. And it's like, ooh. It was, even back then, we all knew, like, ooh, that one. Like, back to the drawing board on that one. The way, the only way you make that line work is if, as you say it, you know it's dumb. Um, the X-Men get captured, but then they get out, and we sound tired talking about this. <laughs> we're, we're tired in real life, but we sound tired just going through this movie again. I mean, when you try to say it like this, it feels like a slog. Like, like it's not, it's not a, the story has potential. I think the idea of bringing it in at, like, the beginning of this, like, war between mutants and humans, like, it is an interesting introduction to this world. Like, having Jean Grey speaking so eloquently up against fighting this, like, politician who hates mutants like at the very beginning like it, it's, it's set up so well this is the kind of movie as a kid you've been waiting for if you've been reading these comics yeah. and wolverine's in that bar and you see him pop his claws for the first time that was a very magic moment it was it's exciting yeah it's good still and you know where there might be flaws with some of the it's just special good. effects it, yeah, yeah. whatever but it is it's a it's good even though you think it could have looked better some of the more practical moments you know i'd probably the practical jumping action moments, I'd probably give it a little more of a pass. It's not a bad movie at all. No. I don't think it's as good as maybe I thought when I first walked out of the theater. For sure. Same. You know? Yeah. And I, I've thought that I've revisited this movie a few times over the years and I've thought that for a minute. But there is that, that feeling. You know, we're not all hanging on our emotions here. Like, I'm looking back and, like, if you, if I'm rating this walking out of the theater, I'm like, this is like a four and a half, man. Yeah, for sure. You know? Not now. No. X-Men. 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 This is, we're walk. this, well, we'll probably do Adolescent Power Fantasy sometime next year again. Good, we should. There's but, so much more. But I feel like this is a good start yes. here. Though it would be fun to, to talk about all the ones since X-Men. Could, you can imagine like that Daredevil one with Ben Affleck. Oh my god. The Catwoman one with Holly Berry. You know she was in a hit and run. She killed a guy. You told me that once mm-hmm. upon a time ago. She also was in one where she plays like a mom with a kid that was actually really good. But I don't know what it's called. Uh, Matthew Broderick hit a guy in Ireland and killed him. Really? I don't think it was a hit and run, but yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, he uh, seems like someone who would stop. I have a file of celebrities who have hit people with their cars. It's about this thick. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner, yes. Right that now. fucking bitch, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> All right, we're going to rate X-Men. You're going to give one through five. I'm going to give it one through five. Combine for best out of ten. Yeah. X-Men. I'm giving it a three. <laughs> X-Men. Three is not a bad score. It's no. above average. Yeah, I feel like it's a three. Going lower than that doesn't feel right to me because it is so much fun and there it's, is some really good moments. And for the time, they were doing some cool things. So it three seem, feels good. It seems like if we're not on the same page, then we're like a quarter of a point yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go like a 3.25. Fair. 
X-Men is a 6.25. The X-Men franchise is like, this is like true. this. It's really like heavy. Is it better than Cocaine Bear? Is X-Men a better movie than Cocaine Bear? Is it better than Renfield? It's better yes, than Renfield. It's better than Renfield. Look at it near the bottom there, number 20, our 20th best B-tier movie, which will be shuffled around continuously is uh, X-Men, the 2000 Brian Singer movie. Some good memories, uh, some good performances, some really bad performances, high highs, some low lows. There is yeah. something there is something very entertaining about this movie, and there is something very enjoyable about it. But uh, check the show notes for links and other places to find us. Do you remember X-Men? Did you like it? If you were too young for it, did you watch it later? What did you think of it then? Like and subscribe. And uh, Adolescent Power Fantasy is over. Uh, Friday, we start our brand new theme, The Asshole on Film. This is going to be a fun month. It's going to be a fun-ass month. (laughs) All right, but thanks for listening. Death to all traitors. (laughs) 